This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, January the 21st, 2016. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's what we do, and you can give us a call at 1-800-951-0592, or you can go check us out at allamericangold.com. Get that news to disturb the comfortable. Take a look at the products that are online. Feel free to point and click and buy. It's that simple. All of this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its owner, the CEO. He's the guy who pays for the show. He pays for the website. He screamed poverty because he spends so much money getting you the news to disturb the comfortable. His name's Joe Jaquit. I'm looking at him. It's not a pretty sight, but how are you today, sir? Hey, I got a face for radio. Hello. What is today? It's Thursday. Fast uh, week. Just a month. Wow. The whole month has been just nuts. Uh, if the show is a little off today, I've got a built-in excuse. So my, my wife is having surgery today. And just like, you know, God has a sense of humor. He really does. And you know it because every time you make plans, it never works out. Right? I mean, just never. Listen, your wife's the one having the surgery, not you. Yeah, but you know that I'm, I'm limited in my abilities to do things that normal You're human inept. beings yeah. can perform. Being socially inept, that type of thing. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, we had a plan. And the plan really was how can we minimize and or eliminate my involvement in all of this? Because my wife knows if I'm involved, she's going to be annoyed. Because even when I do my best, I screw it up. I get lost going to my own house half the time. I know, I've been there. I've, I've seen us trying to get back to the office, and I'll go, are we going back to office? And you yell at me for your driving directions. It's amazing. You're an amazing individual. I am amazing. Yes. And, of course, we found out yesterday that part of the plan had broken down and that she is now going to need me to take her home. It's called pitching in. Well, I'm a, I'm more than willing to pitch. As long as it doesn't inconvenience you. Well, I don't like inconvenience, but all these... That was the first part of the plan that broke down, the second part of the plan that broke down, and the third part... I mean, it, it's essentially imploded on, is what I'm saying. Oh, my goodness, man. Let me get the violin out here, dude. It doesn't sound that bad. All you have to do is pick her up and give her a ride home. No, and then i got to stop at the pharmacy. I yeah. mean, i got to do other things. Yeah, you're doing it for her. I would gladly have done it. But I would have had coverage. I would have had things prepared. Things are fine. Things are fine. You're going to be fine. My goodness. No. No, you're being a baby. You know what You know what? people should be a baby about? Here, here's the thing. Headline after headline, the Dow fell as low as 566 points, bounced up a little bit. Today we're floating around 1580. Are people panicking? Yeah. yeah. Are people panicking? I mean, is it a blip or is it a panic? Fear store as stock stalls. 
I mean, what is going on in the marketplace? Shit, you know, these titles of these headlines that you see online, whether it's Yahoo, whether it's Google, or whether it's the Arizona Republic, how does it affect well, you? They, they, affect love, you? they love the headlines. They just hope you actually just read the headline and don't actually read the information. You know, other than you, I swear, in a very few houses in my neighborhood, do I see that anybody even buys the physical newspaper anymore. You get it all online. I mean, other than you. I mean, you have them stacked up in here, here for days, okay? And I get it. You have to have that hands-on news. But do people even buy the newspaper anymore? There's a stock that if you had money in, you <laughs> yeah, might be losing That's the dying on. industry, right? Dying industry. Add that to, to the list of things that are dying. But we're going to try to get you all caught up on what happened, obviously, this whole month. It's been a huge sell-off in, on Wall Street. And, of course, Wall Street, we've been saying this for a long time, which is during this, I guess, call it recovery where we've seen stock prices seemingly do very, very well, that Wall Street didn't match up with what the realities are. Or what they project. And, and so now all of a sudden, Wall Street's starting to get a little reality, and we're, we should be shocked by this? Or care. We're, right, we're caught off guard by this? I mean, these are the same people that have spent a whole lifetime misleading. Listen, and I'm sure they had great intention. The intention was to get rich. Right. That was, you see, that was the intention. It wasn't for you to get rich. For them to get rich. And their friends right. to and get rich. Right, and hopefully, hey, if by a byproduct of me becoming a gazillionaire, you made a few dollars, well, then good for everybody. But if you don't, don't worry. You know, and I, I love those, the, the, especially the ones that said, up, market's going up, you make them. Market's going down, you make money. Market's going up, you make... Right, of course, what we found out is the only one that really makes the money are the guys on the on the phone telling you to do this and do that. They're the ones that make it. And every time you turn around, you're like, I didn't get it. What? No, but they made their commission. That's what I mean. Isn't it interesting, though? I mean, if you actually look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average on December 31st, the number was 17... 17,425 today. So 17,425 last day of December. Uh, the last day of December. Uh, today we're sitting exactly where? And we're at 59 right that, now, that, but that it's was, early. It's early. That's a dramatic drop. And do you see it going north? Because uh, right right here, I mean, they're saying oil prices aren't helping. Well, we certainly did, not. So we're going to get everybody up to speed. Oil inventories came out today. The big news of the day did occur somewhere else, like always. This time it was Mario Draghi in the ECB, and he he took a page out of Ray Dalio in Davos. I'm going to tell you all about what he had to say and what it means for everybody. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Double J in the love, Patriot Radio News Hour. God is openly mocking me, laughing at me today. Yes, he is. And you're and all, all you're doing is pitching in. So have fun with that. You're going to be there. You're going to have a good one. Isn't it an interesting thing, though? Joe, I'm going to segue here, and I just want we, we were talking about this when you were a kid. And you were getting close to getting your driver's license. Weren't you on the edge of your seat in excitement that you could drive 
I'm going to tell you, that was like a huge... It's a milestone moment in your life. A rite of passage. You know, you think about uh, the, the, big, the big ones, right? Probably, uh, like, you're, you're 13, right? You're a teenager, right? right? That's one of those. Uh, you know, you, if you're, uh, like, Catholic like me, your first communion, that's always a big if deal, you're Jewish, right? your bar mitzvah. Right, and, and then 16th birthday. That's right. Maybe of all of them, maybe the big, you know, at least one of the biggest ones. And, and part of the reason it's so big it's because that meant you get to drive. Get your driver's license. Go down, take your test. I remember taking uh, driver's ed in school. And, and That's three right. Of you three you of don't you do would, that uh, here. Uh, I, apparently you don't do that here in Arizona. Uh, actually take a class for a credit. That was a class for a credit in ninth grade for me. And three of my buddies, you'd sign up to be in a, te- a, a team of three with the teacher in the car. And then you'd take the test at school, and then you'd get sent your license. I got, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. And we, there's a point to this story. We're going to get to it a little bit. But I was young, okay? I, I, was, I was young for my grade. So it was the summer before my junior year. Uh, our school, you could take driver's ed. Now, I, I still wasn't going to be 16 and I would have to wait another month and a half after the class had ended to actually go get my license. But the the guy that owned the car dealership where the school got the cars from, they were neighbors of ours. And his mother and my mother decided that we were going to be driving the car together. And like any teenager, when my mom informed me of this, I threw, uh, like, what are you doing? Right. Right. That guy's nuts. <laughs> and these were the cars where they had uh, a brake bar. So the the student driver, he could hit the brakes, and so could the teacher in the passenger seat. And we're, we're in class, and we're driving together, and I mean... My life is in danger. And I just never will forget it. One of those things where it's just etched in my memory as I'm in the back seat and he's driving and the teacher is pointing out stop sign coming. Right? And we're going, you know, I think we're in about a 35-mile-an-hour zone. And he ain't slowing down. He ain't slowing down. No, no. And right next thing I know, as we're getting ready to run right through this thing, the teacher hits the brakes. And, I mean, I go fly, you know, I had the seatbelt on, but, I mean, I've got a chest compression, an imprint of the seatbelt on my chest. And the, the, the guy driving it, the kid driving it, starts flipping out, yelling at the teacher, what are you doing? And the teacher's like, there was a stop sign as we're in the middle of this intersection. And he's like, yeah, I saw it. You need to stop. (laughs) You need to stop. Nobody was coming. That was his answer. Needless to say, he did not pass the class. Amazing how that works out. 
You know, and I, you know, we bring all this up about the driver's license simply to show that, you know, right now studies are showing that kids don't care if they get a driver's license or not. Okay, so here's where we talked about yesterday. You heard Jim Cramer. If you didn't listen, yesterday's show, you probably want to listen. If you go to, go to All American, go listen to the podcast. Jim Cramer was out on television, and he was talking about the deterioration. He talked about how the housing numbers that had come out yesterday were terrible, and that was housing starts and permits, by the way. And then he said car sales, which everybody knows. That is you know, one of those bright spots of the economy was we, we set a record last year for car sales. And Kramer said... AutoZone, or not AutoZone, uh, I forget, CarMax, and I forget who the other big car company is out there, uh, saying things have stopped. And then in the Wall Street Journal this morning, they've come out with this this chart that breaks down all of the people that are all of a sudden not getting driver's licenses. In 1990. Is that nine? I can't even read here. 83. 1983. Almost 100%, just under, people of the ages of 25 to 29 had driver's licenses. Same with people from 30 to 34. Ages 20 to 24, it was 90%. 19 years old, just under 90%, 18, 80%, 17, about 70%, and people 16, about 45%. This was 1983. Fast forward to this year. They're now saying that only one out of every five 16-year-olds has a driver's license. I know firsthand with my neighbors and their kids. 17-year-olds. It's gone from 70% down to 40%. 18-year-olds, gone from 80% to 60%. And it goes down, and essentially every single age demographic. Actually, forget about owning the car. Just having the license. Just having the license. And now they're saying that because of, like, Uber and Lyft and all of these other things, that we may be heading to a society where, well, go back a little bit. People I, don't own cars at all. I, why do these kids not want their license, though? Because I'm going to tell you, I know two firsthand. Joey's got I, a ton of friends that they turned 16 and they hadn't even gotten started. They hadn't even taken their test they to don't get care. the permit. They don't care. It's not a priority. But I also believe this about some of these kids. I believe that. This uh, sticker generation—you get a sticker for everything. You get every—you know—everything's handed to you. Just take me there. I don't need to drive. I don't need a driver's license. The other thing is, these kids have been on Ritalin their whole life, you know, and and and, and it's just it, their interests are elsewhere. But, but you know, we say kids, but you go all the way up to 34 years old, and now they're saying today that used to be 1983. If you were 34, 98 percent of you had a driver's license. You couldn't be considered productive without a driver's license. Right. The, other, the ones that didn't were probably the, hey, you're never getting one because there's issues, right? Maybe you have a condition or something. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, essentially, pretty much, 
about as close to 100% as you could get. That number now is about 82%. It's down almost, that's, you're saying almost one on five now, don't even, 34 years old, I don't have a license. They just don't care. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about all of the uh, alleged car sales. Just one more thing that makes me wonder what's really happening here. Because if all of these people don't have a license, and essentially what this chart is saying is we've lost 20% of eligible drivers. I mean, can you buy a car without a driver's license? Do they ask for that? Yes, I believe they do ask for that when they're doing your paperwork because you've got to register your vehicle. So, I mean, to get... So I'm going to go out on a limb and say, guess what? I think car sales are going to go down. I think that's based on that information. That's a good assumption. Based on my my expert analysis that says, wait a minute, if we're losing all of these drivers, car sales are probably going to fall right in line with that. And then speaking of cars, I saw an article yesterday, and I didn't believe it. Right? You know, you know, don't believe everything you read. Sure. And I'm a big i I'm like the king of that, and. So I did a little research. So this is how bad things really are. You know the the cargo ships? You know, the ones that go to the port, like in Long Beach, and and uh, maybe uh, the crude oil tankers over there in the Gulf and Galveston? Sure. These are three football fields long. You can rent... An entire, the whole ship for less than you can rent a Ferrari for the day. And I went, come on. I had not, now, remember now, I have no idea how much it costs to rent a Ferrari. Nor do I have any idea of how much it costs to rent a boat. A three football fields long boat. But I do know in, 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 in this town, there actually is a place where you can go and rent these things. They've got Ferraris and Lamborghinis, Maseratis. So I looked it up. And sure enough, matter of fact, most of the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis that if you wanted to rent them for the day cost more than it costs to rent. A, you can rent an entire cargo ship for $1,100. The whole ship. Three football fields long. Three football fields long. You can rent it for an hour. For the whole day. For a whole day. For the whole day you can have. <laughs> what, do you throw parties on this thing? What are I you doing? I don't know what you do with it. I don't have any clue. But they're, they're empty. There's no cargo on it. And this is, and just to put it in perspective, a year ago at this time, to rent the cargo ship, it was almost five thousand dollars, and it's down to eleven hundred dollars. You look at earnings that came out. Union Pacific, the railroad company, sure, down big, big. The same thing. There's no freight on the train, and then you looked at today first time jobless claims. I've been I've been on this jobs number for a while because I've been telling you. It doesn't pass the sniff test. 
293,000 people lined up in the unemployment line to, uh, last week. Getting very dangerously close to that all-important 300,000 jobs level. You know, that's the level they say that is the good and the bad, right? Anything below 300,000, we're safe. Anything above that, we got trouble. Right, and, and for the last six months, they've been saying 260, 265, maybe 270. So are we saying, when you say this is the good, the bad, this is the ugly? Getting close. Getting the ugly. Okay, Blondie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you sit there, and then today, the Philly industrial production negative for the fifth straight month in a row, and then the number that came out right as we got on the air, because this is now one of the most important numbers around. Crude inventory numbers for the United States. Did we have more crude oil or less crude oil than last week? And here's how the numbers came out. We had 4 million barrels too many of crude oil. We had 4.6 million barrels too much of unleaded gasoline. And then we actually shrunk a million barrels of diesel. So when you added it all up, we've got 7.6 million barrels of too much stuff. Looks like crude has still hasn't found the bottom. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Thursday. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Some shows are better than others. If you don't like this one, go listen here's, to this. Here's better. Well, here's an interesting thing. Some people will say anything, you know, to, okay, it's got to get better somewhere. You know, the IMF says that Europe's refugee crisis, because they have a large influx of refugees right now, is going to help boost GDP there in Europe. How about that? <laughs> it's a headline. Well, I mean... There are millions of them. There are. Right? Do they have money? Listen, part do of the reason, why, why why do you think they're, the border's wide open here? But do refugees have cash? I wonder if, well, it doesn't matter if they have cash, because, you know, they do the same thing there. They go to the economic security office and get an EBT card. Okay, I mean, so they happens. get on the, the Europe sure. welfare program. Sure, and you got to feed them. They got to eat somewhere. They got to eat. Doesn't matter if they pay for the food or the government pays for the food. They got to eat. They got to have shelter. Whether they pay for the shelter or the government pays for the shelter, someone's paying for it. I guess so, but I, I mean, think you know what? If, if you the, wanted, you want a fence. You want a border. I'll give you a reason. If more of them were leaving than coming in, we'd probably build a fence lickety-split. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting, though? Wait, no! But, but what's interesting, though, you're sitting here saying, though, they're going to be put on the European welfare program, right? Sure. Now, how does spending European federal money or their government's money raise GDP? Wouldn't it lower it? No, the government's spending the money. They just go into debt. Listen, right. We didn't say that they were paying for it. We just said they were spending it. Anyway, like I said, anything to spin a story, refugee crisis can help. So here, here's, let me get you, I want to get everyone caught up on what's happening right this second. The Dow is up today about 130 points. 
because crude oil is up about 85 cents. Now, of course, I just gave you the report. But there is a... I don't, I, I'll, I'll say there, there's a report out that somebody, and by somebody, ISIS is bombing the Libyan oil port. At whose behest? And I'm going to say this. Normally, if that, and let's just say that is true. That would have caused crude oil to be up four or five dollars easy. But Libya, since Gaddafi has been taken out, their oil production is maybe, maybe a third of what it used to be. And so, Robert, right now, and we'll see if it holds. Uh, they they are saying that the there is a some type of a skirmish at the in the oil field, oil terminal in Libya. Uh, the Dow's up 160 points. On on I guess well you know if crude oil is up apparently that is now good news. Uh, gold's down 10 bucks at a thousand ninety five dollars, and that's down because Mario Draghi, he is the Janet Yellen of Europe. Okay, he is the European Central Banker. Now, in Europe, they already charge negative rates for banks to leave money at their Federal Reserve. See, in this country, and a lot of you don't know this, but in this country, Janet Yellen and Ben Bernanke before her decided that we need to give the, the banks even more help so any money the bank doesn't lend to you or I or to, to business, when they give it to the central bank to hold for them, the central bank actually pays them. You deposit a toaster and they give you 10000 yeah. <laughs> Right, right. They deposit a toaster and the central bank gives our bankers $10,000, right? That's the, they, they don't pay them a lot, but they get paid money All right. not to lend it. Now in Europe... They said, you know what, we need economic growth. We're going to charge you if you don't lend it. But this morning, Mario Draghi came out and issued a statement that said, we are ready to do everything and anything necessary to get inflation and economic growth in Europe. And that sent the euro falling and sent uh, the dollar up and, and, and gold fell a little bit here today. And I'm going to tell you right now, at what point do people sit back and say, hey, wait a minute. The Japanese have been doing that for decades. It hasn't worked. The United States has been doing it. It hasn't worked. You've been doing it. It hasn't worked. At what point do people say, go the other way and say, really? I mean, how many times does things have to go wrong before you say, you know what, here's what the real problem is. Right? The real problem is what you're doing to allegedly try to help. Because who are they really helping? You know, I just told you a stat. If you take out the 1%, right, just take the 1%ers, 
and then one percent in America is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in your household. If you make more than two hundred and fifty thousand. Which really when you think about it, two hundred and fifty thousand it is a lot of money, but it's not a ton of money. You're not rich by no means. Right. You're I mean, I wouldn't think you're out there renting Ferraris and Lamborghinis for the day and blowing $1,200. Maybe you are, maybe you are. I, I couldn't imagine that, but maybe you are, maybe you aren't. The other 99% of Americans are making less money today than they did 10 years ago. And you think about all of these policies between our federal government and the Federal Reserve, and they come out at infinitum, and what do they say every single time? Oh, we're here to help the average American. Right? Isn't that what they say? That's what they've been pitching. That's what they come out and tell us all the time. And you look at, really, just look at the last 10 years. The only one taking it in the shorts is the average American. And yet nobody, nobody says a word about it. And, and, it, and it's one of those things, you know, I, I think it's very simple. There's a reason why Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are so popular right now. Because they're the only two out there suggesting any type of drastic change. And it's drastic. Drastic. I mean, Donald Trump's talking about tariffs. Bernie Sanders is talking about slapping big business with a tax that most people can't even believe. Hit the one percent. Let's go to eighty percent tax on the one percenters. And you and you sit there and you start thinking about all the choices that have been made since this decline. And, and logic would tell you maybe we should go the other way. I know this: Donald Trump doesn't want Bernie Sanders for president. Hit him in the wallet. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Come on back. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And I guess this is what we got to, I guess this is what we need. Here's where I, I, I figured it out. Once a week, instead of fighting ISIS, right, or, or trying to uh, straighten out the Middle East, we just need to bomb an oil terminal a week. That's all we have. And then the, barrel, the, the price <laughs> of the barrel will go up. Right, oil can go up. Wall Street will be better. So you heard Just it. bomb a terminal a week. You heard it here first. It's not a conspiracy. People will start bombing oil refineries. And, and listen, we we go, we'll just blame across ISIS across the country. We can just blame ISIS, and we just blame ISIS. Blame it on ISIS. Just the one one terminal a week. That's all we ask. Right? It's like the almond growers. <laughs> I thought you. <laughs> right. You'll be glad you did. Right? I want. You know what? I'm going to do one of those commercials. And an ounce a month. That's all I ask. <laughs> right? That's not a bad right. pitch, right there. An ounce of gold a month. That's ounce all of gold we ask. a month. That's all and I you ask. You will secure your future. If not, help yourself for a rainy day. Of course, you're going to have to be one of the one percenters to be able to do that. But uh, if you are one of those one percenters, 800-951-0592, just to keep everybody updated as as we've been doing. Silver Eagles, 
still can order. Absolutely can order them. They will not be here until sometime in February. Uh, but they haven't cut it off. So that's a good sign. And if it can be earlier, in other words, if the bullion bank gets shipments earlier than expected, we will ship earlier. Uh, but right now that hasn't happened. They they thought maybe, and then they said no, and it didn't work. So so that's where we sit on silver. We already know that it will be a record month for Silver Eagle sales if the mint can meet the demand. So the they had four million ounces to start the month. That's already all gone. Uh, but but. It will be another record month for silver, but that's where we sit on silver eagles. We had a huge increase in the price of junk silver yesterday afternoon. Uh, if you go online at allamericangold.com, you'll see uh, half dollars shot up big, about $15 a roll uh, higher. Uh, same thing, quarters were higher, dimes, there are none. Then on platinum, for those of you that are still waiting on your platinum, still no news. So no news, no update from the Canadian Mint, and we're taking that as good news. Because so far, anytime we've gotten an update, it's been bad. So we, we feel like we're still on course uh, for delivery in the first week or so of February. And, you know, just start thinking about what I'm saying here. Okay? There's four precious metals. Obviously, gold and silver, those are the primaries. Then there's platinum and palladium. Platinum, it took me three months just to get a response from a mint that said, yes, you can sell some. We're gonna we're we're gonna mint some, right? The United States we don't even mint platinum anymore. Why? Cost too much, right? Well, it, it it's hard to do. It cost, we're too busy, right? I mean, maybe maybe there maybe we do a hundred thousand ounces, but we're too busy for that anymore. So we're we're not doing it. The other one is palladium. I've been trying now, this is month number, what, almost five months now, trying to get palladium. Can't do it. It's like almost almost like universally, like nobody's making it. Then I'm talking about silver, right? And we know how silver's been going. If you can get it, it's going to be a month. If you get otherwise, you can't even get it at all. Record demand. We talk about gold, right? St. Gaudens disappearing. Today, gold's down $10, $20, $10, $5, $2.5, all higher today. All higher. And, and you're starting, you know, and you start thinking logically about this stuff. This stuff doesn't happen by accident. Right? You don't go from, you know, when I first started working, when I was working for my uncle, working for Eric, 
We never even called to say, hey, how, how's Silver going? We, we got any issues there? That, never even, that was never a thought process. A guy could call up and order 20 cases. When we take the order, we wouldn't even think about it. We're not calling the board. We don't need to call anybody. We know it's there. Now a guy calls up and he wants to order five cases. Uh, let me call you back. Because five cases may not be, you know, that may be eight weeks. Who knows? A $20 St. Gordon. I've got a, a few customers, and I mean, these are people that have been buying from my uncle since he started. They love St. Gaudens. They just love them. They got to have them. I got Liberty, the same amount of gold in it. Nope, don't want them. You can't call me and order 20 St. Gaudens today. Can't do it. No, I can do it in, you know, MS61, right? Maybe I can do it in AU. And, and you're, you're, you're wondering, what's happened? They've been down for three years in a row. Yet everything's disappearing. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Homer Lopez, all of you, I appreciate, and I really do, all of the the support that we we get from all of you, all of our listeners, and, and the the business that you've done with us over the last twenty plus years, and and I truly uh, want to thank all of the people waiting on that platinum. I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I'll do it again. It's been that. I mean, I feel terrible. Homer will tell you. I mean, I'm pulling my hair out over it because I want to get this stuff out of here as quickly as I can. And, and unfortunately, this is just the, the, the state of things right now, and it's everywhere. You know, we talk about record sales here in America. It's record sales all over the world. And you look at how out of touch Wall Street is, right? And we see it in these prices of these stocks and all of these things. And and they they talk about how, no, everything's fine. No, don't worry. Yeah, I know that 10 years ago I was telling you if this index did this, that meant recession. But today it doesn't. And you just have to start thinking about what I've been saying as far as when this move comes, because the move is coming. It's going to be, I think it's going to be one of those hard and painful type scenarios. You know, we kind of saw this little this little two and a half weeks here in January from pretty hard on Wall Street. But that's not the big move. Same thing with gold and silver. I think the the move is going to be, it's going to be big, and it's going to be powerful. 
because that's the only logical conclusion you can can draw from the amount of demand that is happening globally. Yesterday, I ran a special on $10 gold pieces. If you bought five of them, you got five different dates. They're all pre-1900s. I still have two of those sets available. Uh, they're $635 a piece or 3175 for a date set. You're going to get five different dates, all pre-1900s. Uh, that's $3,175. And I still have, and I can't believe I do, but I still have some of the $1 and $2.5 gold pieces with the roll of half dollars. I'm still going to do it for the $700, but this is it. We had a huge jump in the price of of, of half dollars yesterday afternoon. This is the last chance you have to pick that up. 800-951-0592. Uh, the Dow's still up over 100 points on a crude oil rally on news that uh, a terminal in Libya has been bombed. But the bigger news is we're producing at least a million barrels a day too many just here forget about all any of the rest of the world uh so we'll have to wait and see what tomorrow brings gold right now is eleven hundred and ninety five dollars silver thirteen dollars ninety eight cents call us eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two tomorrow will be better we'll have eric here And that's always a fun day. Everyone take care and have a great day.